God is easy to please. Pull up, pull up, light beaming on the place. Push up, push up, darkness flee from the place. Pull up, pull up, light beaming on the place. Push up, push up, darkness flee from the place. Hello, and welcome. Thanks so much for listening. In this episode, I want to share a thought that goes against everything that perhaps we are exposed to as religious people, and that is the idea that God is easy to please. God is easy to please. We get it in our minds that God is so hard to please, and I have to do this, and I have to avoid that, and I better not do this, and I better do that, otherwise God's going to get upset with me. I know for many years that's how I lived, and that's still one of the greatest struggles of my life, is to believe that God is easy to please. All God asks of us is that we trust and believe in his son, Jesus Christ. You remember when the Philippian jailer comes in to see what's happened when there's an earthquake and the prison doors are flung open and everyone's bonds are unfastened and he's going to kill himself. And Paul says, don't kill yourself. We're all still here. And the jailer comes in and he it says that he falls down before Paul and Silas and he brings them out and he says, sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved you and your household. And God has made it so easy to please him. He has given us this gift of righteousness that he just gives to us freely to anyone who will receive it. And when we put our faith in Jesus, we become born again. We become children born of the Holy Spirit children united with Jesus Christ, and the righteousness of Jesus becomes my righteousness, and so I become pleasing to God. And all that is required is the humility to receive this gift, to admit our need for Jesus. The Bible says that God opposes the proud, but that he gives grace to the humble. In the New International Reader's version of Matthew 18, it reads like this. It says, At that time the disciples came to Jesus. They asked him, Then who is the most important person in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called a little child over to them. He had the child stand among them. Jesus said, What I'm about to tell you is true. You need to change and become like little children. If you don't, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Anyone who takes the humble position of this child is the most important in the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> God, God has made it so easy. What a gift. You know, there's so much torment that comes with not knowing if God is pleased with you and just with all that striving. But when we rest in his grace and we just receive it as a gift and we say, God, I believe that you're pleased with me through faith in Jesus Christ. That was one of the prophecies that um, Zacharias spoke when he was prophesying about the birth of his son, John the Baptist, in Luke chapter 1. He says that we being delivered from the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And just a few verses before in verse 72, he says, um, God is showing us the mercy that he promised to our fathers 
and to remember his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham. Then he goes on to grant us to serve him without fear, to be holy, to be righteous. Jesus is coming to fulfill this promise to Abraham, to fulfill the covenant and to bring us into righteous covenant relationship with God. And it's not on the basis of the law. It's not on the basis of how many quiet times you have or how often you go to church or how many good deeds you do. It's only through faith in Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 13, Paul is preaching in Pisidian Antioch, and he's telling them, my friends, here is what I want you to know. I announce to you that your sins can be forgiven because of what Jesus has done. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin. Moses' law could not make you right in God's eyes. Again, that's the New International Reader's Version. In the ESV, it says, Let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, that through this man forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and by him everyone who believes is freed from everything from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. In Psalm 145, verse 9, it says, The Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. In verse 17, it says, The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. And if you're anything like me, then we have to take some time and awaken our hearts to these realities. This is the purpose of meditation and contemplation, is to make our hearts come alive to the truth of God. Because our flesh is so corrupted, we cannot know God in the flesh. We have to know him in the spirit. And the devil tells us all kinds of lies about the nature of God and the world much more so because the world's under the power of the devil. And so people and and this world will give us this impression that God is a hard God and that, you know, in the presence of God is weeping and gnashing of teeth. But that's such a lie. That's the exact opposite of the truth. It's outside of the presence of God where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Psalm 1611 tells us, in your presence there is fullness of joy and life everlasting. Remember, it was the the wicked servant when Jesus told the parable of the talents in Matthew chapter 25. It was the wicked servant who said, Master, I know that you're a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. It was the you know, uh, it's a wicked mindset that thinks that God wants to take from us. That that someone would want to reap where they have sown no seed is basically that someone demands the impossible. They expect something to produce that's incapable of producing. And that's the mindset that we have sometimes about God. If we let the devil or the world shape our mindset in the way that we think about God. God is Uh, so hard to please. You know, you can't ever do anything good enough for God. You can't ever be righteous enough. You can't ever be good enough. And that's all true apart from Jesus Christ. But God gives us the gift of righteousness in his son, Jesus. And he is easy to please. In Matthew 11.30, Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If Christianity has become burdensome to you, if your relationship with God has become a burden to you, something's wrong. God is easy to please. 
We come to Him as children. We trust Him. We trust the gift of being justified, of being made right with Him. We trust that He has forgiven our sins and He has put the punishment for our sins onto His Son Jesus so that we could be free. We trust, like Colossians says, that He has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints of light. We come to the end of ourselves and we realize that we have no spiritual resources. We are poor spiritually. We are spiritually bankrupt. And we're blessed when we're poor in spirit because then we can inherit the kingdom of God. We can receive the gift that God wants to give to us. God is easy to please. God bless you. Thanks for listening.